it's hard not to talk about the state legislature uh, with as many hours as they put in over the Memorial Day weekend, especially when they uh, considered a whole bunch of different stuff from the state budget to the trailer tax fee to FOID cards, immigration issues, election issues, ethics issues. Some of that we're just going to have to continue to unpack all throughout the week. Because uh, they, they crammed in a whole bunch of stuff. But one thing that they uh, were expected to do and that people promised that they would do would uh, provide some follow-up legislation to that large package of uh, criminal justice reforms and uh, police regulations that passed during the lame duck session. This is the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 740. Uh, you can always email me, bishoponair at gmail.com. You can uh, find me on social media as well, Bishop on Air. Just search out uh, Bishop on Air on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, so let's get into it now uh, with uh, the Illinois Association of Police Chiefs president, Mitchell Davis. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, first off, uh, Chief, let's go ahead and just introduce you to the Springfield audience. You're the uh, police chief up in Hazel Crest, uh, so give us a bit of your background here. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Uh, well, I'm, Hazel Crest is a south suburb of Chicago, Right outside the south side of Chicago, uh, I have been chief there uh, going on. I'm in my sixth year as a chief there. I've been in law enforcement for 30 years, and uh, out of those 30 years, 12 years, I've served as police chief at a couple different police departments. So uh, you're the south suburbs of Chicago, uh, and uh, I would imagine that uh, you have a lot of uh, different types of issues that you've got to deal with that uh, we may not have to deal with here in Springfield. So talk about uh, your position with the Illinois Association of Chiefs of Police. So uh, I was just sworn in uh, at the end of uh, April, uh, beginning of May, as the 73rd president of the Illinois Chiefs Association. Uh, uh, I am the first person of color to ever hold that position in the 80-year history of the organization and uh, just excited to, to, to be a part and lead the organization this next year. So we have the massive uh, criminal justice reform and police regulation bill that passed in January. Brought about a whole bunch of things. Uh, Looking into the future, it would uh, uh, do away with cash bond in some instances. Uh, It would also, uh, you know, do a lot of other things with criminal justice. But it had a slew of different types of regulations on police dealing with body cameras, uh, definitions of uh, when police need to intervene, uh, a lot of other issues that were, were pretty contentious with the law enforcement community. Uh, now, even when the governor signed the measure, uh, he acknowledged that there would be follow-up legislation to make sure some definitions were clear. And even the sponsor of the bill uh, also said that there would have to be some follow-up legislation. That follow-up legislation came last night and passed both chambers. Uh, what's that bill do from your understanding as a uh, as somebody who's in the law enforcement community? So we are very pleased about uh, the the outcome of uh, the trailer bill. There's still some work to be done on the original law, uh, but uh, I think this this last couple weeks has been kind of like the 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 prototype for collaboration. And uh, you know the, the uh, Senator Sims and State Rep Slaughter 
have worked diligently with stakeholders over the last couple of weeks, and, and we've been a part of the, that work and uh, negotiations and presenting cleanup language and suggested changes uh, to the original law to, to make it more palatable uh, for the law enforcement community. And it's, it's, it's just been a, a, a great effort on everybody's part, a lot of hard work and the outcome of, of those changes. Once again, there's still work to be done, but we are quite pleased with the outcome of the work that's been done. What are some of the major elements that uh, law enforcement uh, focused on getting getting into that bill to to clarify things, especially with some of those uh, July 1st start dates on the horizon? So some of the major things that we had uh, were uh, some of the use of force issues. Uh, so there was a there was a, a, a caveat or a clause in the use of the original language in use of force that would have law enforcement. Basically, if you thought you could catch somebody later, that you're supposed to just let them go type of thing. And uh, we don't believe that the intent of the sponsors was to to have it read exactly as it was, but we were able to have that removed. Uh, another big thing is uh, was the body cam language. Uh, there was language in the body cam uh, wording about officers not being able to view the body cam footage prior to doing reports. And once again, we don't believe that the way that it came out was the actual intent of what the sponsors of the bill wanted. And so we, we were able to, to, to get that language changed where officers can, in all, in all circumstances, view the, their body cam footage, but in deadly force and complaint circumstances, it would be after doing uh, an initial report uh, and then doing a supplemental report to clear up anything that they may have found that was inconsistent after watching the body cam. But in their in officers' day-to-day responsibilities, in, in every circumstance, they're now able to view their body cams if necessary to accurately complete reports. So it was things like that that we, you know, we honestly don't believe that the, their intent was uh, – correctly portrayed when the law was was passed and so we were able to clear those things up we're talking with uh chief mitchell davis he's the police chief for hazel crest uh just south of chicago and he's joining us here on the wmay morning news feed as the president of the illinois association of police chiefs uh to uh, get reaction to last night's action of uh, a a follow-up bill uh that deals with uh, police regulations uh to address some of the questions and some of the concerns that there were from law enforcement of that bill that passed in january January. Uh, Chief, uh, some of the debate last night, I don't know if you watched it, but it was brought up for a vote. Um, it was uh, labeled as uh, something as part of the, the Black Caucus agenda. Uh, then a member of the Black Caucus stood up and said, no, this isn't a part of the Black Caucus agenda. They felt that it was watering down uh, that aspect of uh, of the Black Caucus agenda. What's your, what's your reaction to that in as much as this uh, this, this this idea that um, this bill does water down some of the provisions that they were trying to get through to hold police accountable. Well, you know, obviously, uh, nothing nothing's going to be uh, going to please everyone, and uh, I am in I am in belief that that absolutely this will put the Black Caucus and law enforcement on the same page from an accountability standpoint, uh, without hindering our ability to do the job that we need to do. So. Uh, you know, I think once we sit down and, 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 and that's one of the things that I'm going to be doing is to reach out to the Black Caucus and to, to, to be able to meet with them and ask them, hey, let's sit down. And, 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 and I guess that's never been done before with our association. Let's sit down and let's talk and let's address some of our concerns, whether it be in this law, uh, the trailer bill or otherwise, 
but we want to be able to partner with them as much as we possibly can to to address the concerns that deal with uh, communities of color and law enforcement to try to build those relationships. Chief Mitchell, uh, one uh, last question here, uh, and then I've got uh, I've got a, a bump. But uh, the past couple of years here have been pretty contentious when it comes to um, uh, police relationships with uh, with community members uh, from from minority communities. How do we bridge that gap? How do we uh, ensure that we we regain trust and uh, get uh, more cooperation uh, and uh, more understanding uh, amongst the the different parties here? It's got to start with communication. And, you know, historically, you know, people just have to realize that historically law enforcement has not had the best relationship with communities of color. I mean, we go back to slave catchers and then, you know, we move forward to the civil rights uh, era when, you know, who were the people who were beating men, women and children in their Sunday best who were peacefully marching? That was law enforcement. And then you move forward to the get tough on crime and, and, and war against drugs and and those things that, that led to disproportionate uh, members of, of black communities being incarcerated. That was all law enforcement and criminal justice system. So, you know, we've got to acknowledge that there's a history here that's got to be overcome. And we've got to, it starts with communication and it starts with partnership because we, we want to give equitable service to all communities as a profession. And we have, we, this is a very noble profession and every community deserves deserves equitable service from our law enforcement partners and and that's what we're looking to do is to bridge that gap and just develop that relationship and move forward holding hands working together Hazelcrest Police Chief Mitchell Davis, president of the Illinois Association of Police Chiefs, greatly appreciate your time and I imagine we're going to talk again soon, all right? Thank you so much for having me, sir.